My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, Episode 1, starts right now. Now, Caitlin, this guy has an Olympic penis. He could actually make it run races, probably. Yeah, but... <laughs> but no, I'd, I'd, think... that one. I'd, I'd swap out for Bruce Jenner's penis. Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, B. I'm joined by another host, J. Maddie. How you doing, Matt? What's up, B? I'm good. You know, I've learned you can have nice things or you can have boys in the house. I'm just glad to be out of the house. <laughs> they're, they're messing my shit up. I have this nice guitar signed by um, lead singer of Poison. Okay. Brent Michaels. Yes, I've heard of him. So, I've heard so of my, such. Yeah, my five-year-old sees this today. Yeah. Pulls it out. He sees the, the signature on there. He gets his marker out and draws all over the whole goddamn guitar. Ruins oh, it. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Thank God. So I I'm glad to be here. I'm ready for episode one. Yes, episode one. Thank you for joining us once again. Let's talk about what we'll be doing with my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. I am, like I said, one of your hosts. I am also black. Matt is still working on it. At some point, he'll be <laughs> he'll be a full fledged member of the team. But thirty five percent, thirty five percent, and still and still climbing. Matt doing very gracefully. Hopefully, hoping for a nice bronze, maybe one day. One day. One day. But we're going to be talking about fantasy football. The name gives it away. Uh, fantasy football is something we get excited about every year, just like many others. And also, what makes us different, I think, is that we're going to be talking about some of the things that we deal with on a day to day basis. We're both middle aged men. Like I mentioned, I'm. Happen to be a black man. I've been and black I, all my life. And I deal with racism every day of my life. I, so I want to talk about that. I know the story. I feel your pain, Matt, as a white middle-aged man. But anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about things like that and events of the day and mixing in a little fantasy football and hopefully some fun along the way. Um, so now that we've got all this fancy equipment, why don't we just jump on in and talk about the news of the day, which is the NFL draft. Uh, Matt, let's talk quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, all right. Well, we're, we're, we're talking fantasy football, right? Yes, indeed. All right. Well, if we're going with fantasy football, I think I think I like Lamar Jackson. I think he gets in there, you know, week four or five, the fans get up with Flacco. Jackson gets in there. And, you know, these, these young quarterbacks who, who move with the ball, move with their feet, they put up 10 touchdowns with his feet, probably run for 500 yards, throw for 2,500, 3,000, you know, solid fantasy season. So that's my guy. But if we're talking, if we're talking real life and who am I drafting for my franchise, I might go with the other four or five guys first. You sound like an NFL GM. Well, <laughs> because that's my calling. One, one of the things I noticed, and you know, and I said that sort of, uh, sort of uh, with 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 you know, tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek is what the word I was looking for. Is the as each draft goes on, these NFL GMs don't get this right a whole lot. They and they base it on the same formulas they've been using since. I don't know, since Dick Buckus or somebody played. Hmm. And so that's why they miss on people like Deshaun Watson. That's why it's possible that they miss on someone like a Lamar Jackson this year. And, you know, I just keep wondering, what is it about Lamar? Are you wondering? Yeah, I'm wondering. What's different about Lamar than the other, say, three to four quarterbacks that were mentioned as possibly being a number one pick? Let's see, could it be his... uh, Love of uh, fine wines? Might be. Could be. Um, uh, could it be that he, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, is in shape? Is he in shape? Yeah, he's in shape. He's I think the other guys probably are, too. Okay, so no, it's not, probably not in that. shape. He can where are you going with this, bro? Okay, well, what I'm saying is it, 
it just seems that when you know there's a black quarterback in in oh, the running, yeah, it could be, could be. I'm okay. just saying, it just seems like they're given a different measuring stick than the rest of the folks that are applying for the same positions with the same teams and so on and so forth. Um, we had one former GM say that Lamar Jackson wasn't tall enough to play QB. He's six foot three. I don't know pretty how much. Tall. That's pretty tall. Um, and also, you look at guys like Josh Rosen who get talked about just a little differently. And I think Josh Rosen, one of the things I kept hearing is that he's maybe too smart to coach. And what that smart guy, smart guy, sounds like is he might be a little bit of an asshole. And he, they don't want to say that. So the best thing to say is, oh, he's just sort of independent and so on and so forth. But I, I challenge you now. Do you think that they would ever call a black quarterback? too smart to coach man i don't know if if, <laughs> if they would or, or would not that that's that's not the point the, the question is you okay you want to make this about the amount of melanin sure. in his skin sure okay maybe it's that i don't know i'm not i'm not i'm not in that war room i don't know what's being said or maybe it's the fact that he's a guy who likes to take off and run with the ball and historically two things number one guys like that Way more prone to injuries. Sure. Okay. okay. It happened with Deshaun Watson last year. It happened throughout Michael Vick's career. It happens with all these guys who run the ball. You know, Russell Wilson, or I'm, I'm sorry, RG3, mm-hmm. right? He, he had all the promise in the world. Where is he now? He's, yeah. he's third string in Cleveland. You know, sure. injuries. Baltimore, now. Oh, he's in Baltimore now. There you okay. go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you have the fact that these guys, they don't win Super Bowls. This style of runner, they don't win Super Bowls. What about Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson ha- should have two Super Bowls. Yeah. If it's not for that f- that call on the on the goal line, he has two Super Bowls. Yeah. And you also have Cam Newton, mm-hmm. who didn't win one. Didn't win one, but made it there. Yeah. So in recent history, these type of running, hash, you know, uh, quotation mark, black quarterbacks have made it to the big game, and they've won games. Twice. Twice. Twice, but you're also Let, let's take black out of it. Okay, and let's just talk about running quarterback. Running okay. quarterbacks. Running quarterbacks okay. have made it there twice, or actually, take it three out of the last. You know, out of in recent memories, okay. three out of the last. Russell two Wilson Super Bowls. won. Yeah. Yes, and should have had two. I'm gonna chalk that up to his white parent. <laughs> <laughs> his no, white parent. No, no I, said, <laughs> I said take 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 the color out. Yeah. Of it. Okay. Yeah. Please. Right. He had I, he had an incredible <laughs> defense surrounding him. Sure. He's a great pocket passer as well. He was not predominantly a runner. You he know, runs a lot. He, he does, runs he does run a lot. So he's the exception. Sure. He's the exception. And Cam Newton. That's it. Well, the thing is, is you act like they need to have kid gloves. You got to wear kid gloves with these running quarterbacks. All you have to do, like you said, is put a defense around them, give the guy a running game, and it doesn't matter if your quarterback runs or not. Quarterbacks get hurt just like everybody else. There are two pocket quarterbacks that come to mind that are hurt right now, and that's Andrew Luck and Carson Wentz. So to draft somebody or not draft somebody based on, oh, my God, he might get hurt. Lamar Jackson didn't miss a game in three years at Louisville. That's what he's doing. Well, so is everybody else. Quarterbacks get hurt. Sure right. they do. They're, they're so the most fragile guy on the field. Yeah. They, get, they get hurt. Sure. If I'm investing $100 million into a franchise quarterback, I want a guy who's going to stand back there surrounded by big, strong, 300-pound men who are going to protect him. Got it. You're less likely to get hurt in that kind of situation than you are taking off running down the field, getting hit by middle linebackers and free safeties. Now, that's not to say that he will get hurt. It's just saying he is statistically more likely. All I'm trying to say is you cannot, you cannot chalk up where he ended up in the draft to racism. Is it possible that has something to do with it? 
is possible, but you don't, you don't know. You're speculating. It happens every year. And it's like I said, it's the same thought process. Does it happen every year? It happens just about it. There's a black quarterback who is very, wait, these are the words, very athletic, raw talent. Um, man, that guy can run. They, they Culture never, statements. They, but they never talk about the guy's intelligence. They never talk about what got him there. If he was a quarterback through high school and in through college, he could probably throw. Now, we go back to Tim Tebow, where everyone else knew he couldn't throw. But people said all the same things about Tim Tebow. But and he got drafted later. He got drafted. No, he got drafted in the first round. End of the first round. Sure. So same place. But yeah. that's the thing. But they went into the season knowing he couldn't throw. And they tried him out, gave him every opportunity. And guess what? At the end of season two, he still couldn't throw. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that they just. Johnny Manziel, too. Same thing. Okay. But the, these guys are, are white guys who ran with the ball. And they didn't get drafted number one. They got drafted at the end of the first round. But there were different issues. Tebow couldn't throw. Johnny Manziel had a... Uh, do we have time on the show to list <laughs> all of the issues that Johnny Manziel had? The thing is, yeah. is they just talk about them differently. And it's, it's, so, it's so founded in racism that it's there, there not was, even racist anymore. Was, it's, it's just something they do. It's just what, They don't even know why they say the things they say about the, these athletes. They just say them as a new reaction. it's like conditioned sure. statements that... Exactly. And then, like, all right. Yeah. Who in the past six or seven years sure. of the NFL okay. of active quarterbacks? Okay. Who are the best quarterbacks in the league consistently? Consistently, you look who, at guys. Say, no, give me give me names. Yeah. Right? You look at guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Sure. Okay. Sure. Right. Most consistent, but also have the kind of support that you have need to have around any quarterback. If you give me a coaching staff like Tom Brady has. He's always had a line. He may not have always had a defense or other parts. Aaron Rodgers, the same thing. If you give me a steady stream of offensive coordinators where the guy doesn't get fired every year and you give these other athletes a shot, then I, I think you would have the same amount of success. Maybe, maybe, and, and, but, but that's not where I'm going with this. Okay, well, let's go. Where, where was Aaron Rodgers drafted? 24th, 24th I think, 24th. first round. Okay. And he turned out to be pretty good. Sure. Right? Was, sure. was that race-related? Well, the thing is, is that it's not in that case because they talk, they talk about these guys differently. They never gave Aaron Rodgers raw talent. The thing out of Aaron Rodgers was, man, this guy is a quarterback. It's anybody. Yeah, but he, he had concern that he, he ran with the ball. He was, he was one of those guys. I never thought, that, but I don't think that was a real threat to these GMs. They looked at Aaron Rodgers and saw a pocket passer who they fell in love with. I don't think I ever heard anything. But 23 as, teams passed on the guy. So they, but, they missed. Yeah, they but, missed. But the same thing happened with Dan Reno. Okay. It, All right, hold on. The other name you said was Tom Brady. Correct. Where was that guy drafted? Oh, yeah, 199. I know that by okay. heart. 199. You know, you know who went before him? The quarterbacks who went before Oh, him? yeah, sure. Okay. I, I, know, I looked it up. I wanted to make sure I didn't get this wrong. Okay. Chad Pennington. Yeah. Some guy named Giovanni Carmazzi. I remember Giovanni. Mark Bulger. Chris Redman. Yes. T. Martin and Spurgeon win. Correct. Couple black guys. You're proving was my that racism? No, but you're proving my point. Wait, wait, th- I'm not. No, no, your point. no, no. That's not. That's not racism. All right, but we can't yell over each other. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. All right, okay. go ahead. Two black guys sure. who fizzled miserably. Correct. Got drafted ahead of Tom Brady. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. That was. They didn't draft the black guys because of racist against white guys. Right. Sure. They drafted the black guys because they thought those guys were going to be better. Yeah. They miss. They made a mistake. Everybody in the league made a giant mistake. Correct. Okay. This isn't rockets. I mean, this isn't 
cut and dry of who you know we we don't know mm-hmm. okay we don't we don't know if Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson might end up being the next Tom Brady okay and 30 other teams will have said damn we should have drafted that guy but we don't know right it's the it's speculation at this point and you can't say that those 30 other teams made that decision because of the amount of melanin in his skin they may have just thought those four quarterbacks taken ahead of him were better and they, unless you're in that war room you don't know what they're you don't thinking. know but the thing is to to a degree you're proving my point the people <laughs> make you don't know this is just give me a minute okay. the people making this decision are basing it off the same crazy metrics that don't work or don't apply anymore and they're they're making these decisions it's the same reason that they passed on Tom Brady. They made a bad decision because they use old stuff. He had a horrible combine where he looked like. Have you seen him run in that combine? No. He looked like a stork. He he ran. He was he moved. He, I can't even describe how he moved. But the thing is, is they used this old data. The way that they've been judging players since you know the Dick Buckus days or whatever. And that's why they missed on Tom Brady. And the thing is, is that's why it's even harder to trust anything coming out of them is because they use the same system to determine that Lamar Jackson isn't as ready as Sam Darnold. Okay. Point being, they make mistakes. Sure. They do. It's not an exact science. But But the language is different. Yeah. To race, you know, to call someone racist is a very serious accusation. That's I'm saying if, if I'm owning a team yep. and I'm going to invest $100 million, I'm not saying maybe some of these guys are racist. I don't know what's in their heart. Sure. You know? Have you seen the you know the NFL uh, over the, the kneeling issue where, you know, we okay. don't. Let, let, we're, we're sticking to. Sticking to okay, we'll get to that right. later. I'm just saying how right. one, the owners one issue at a time. Okay. All right. If I got to spend $100 million on a quarterback, sure. I'm factoring in everything. That's my money. Yeah. I, you know, $100 million, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take things into account like prospect of injury yeah that, that that's going to matter i'm going to look at what kind of quarterback is going to work in my style of offense these are the kind of things i'm going to look at i'm not going to look at how much melon what, what's going to happen to this guy when he goes out in the sun is he going to get a little darker or is he going to get a sunburn that doesn't matter mm-hmm. okay and i would assume that these other 30 gms are good people like me and that's how they're making their decisions now if they're not that's on them but to just jump to racism we do that far too often in this society without enough evidence yeah in some cases what i'm saying is i don't necessarily believe it's racist because i think to be racist you have to have intent i just think that this thing was founded in racism because it started so the, the the process of which they pick these players i think it started with that and it just became the norm to where they don't even know they're discriminating against someone when they say raw talent oh man this guy is versus when it's a white player. He's a gym so rat. You're making it like a, a white privilege thing. Like like white people have certain privileges they're not even aware of just because they're white. Well, no, no, no. The, I, these I, guys I, are black, so or the, 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 the uh, owners and the GMs, they're making decisions they're not even consciously aware of based on the skin color. No, no, no. I just think it becomes the norm. I, I don't think, I think it becomes the norm and people don't ask questions. And it's stuff like, when, like I said, with Josh Rosen, oh, he's too smart to coach. That sounds like the kid's a bit of an asshole. And that's cool, Josh Rosen, if you're an asshole. maybe he's really smart. It it could be. But how are – okay. The guy who Pittsburgh drafted, uh, Joshua Hobbs, last year, the quarterback, was an actual rocket scientist. Mm -hmm. I never heard that he was too smart to coach. Well, he didn't have a bad attitude. So they're they're making excuses for this guy, Rosen, right? They're making excuses. Why not just call him an asshole? Because the thing is – Lots of people have called him an asshole. You're you're cherry-picking one comment. I've heard him – 
you know, people say he has a bad attitude. He's he's a, a, a problem in the locker room. Sure. He's got off-field issues. You're picking one comment. Yeah, but the thing is, is like I said, I don't think you would ever hear, and please prove me wrong, a, a GM or a TV analyst call a, a black quarterback or a black player, for that matter, too smart to coach. Well, you're going to have to make me Google this now. Yeah, let's I Google know, it. Off the top of my head. <laughs> I don't know. Has, has any, I don't think it's ever any, happened. And sadly, I don't think it will well, happen. I mean, they don't want black guys in the Harvard, so that's, you know. Well, that's another <laughs> story altogether. <laughs> but, but you see my point? I, I I'm I see your point a little bit. Okay. But if you are willing to admit that that you cannot attribute him going at thirty one as being because he's black, I think that has something to do with it. Because you think it does? Because but, but we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. We don't know what we, is in those. We don't heart. know. But you know, again, history, my own experiences tell me there's something there. Like just like you say, when you you're making a decision on you know a multi million dollar decision with a quarterback, and you want all these things. I just want a guy who can win. And if a guy yeah, runs touchdowns... That's the guy I would have taken. I think Darnold was everybody's safe pick. I, I def, and that's another thing. Baker Mayfield, again, I don't I wouldn't think, have taken him. Well, yeah, no. but again... But, that, you know, that's Cleveland. That's the, the, uh, the comments, the grabbing of the genitalia on the field. If that's a black quarterback, he does not get picked first. Wait a minute, didn't... didn't correct me if I'm wrong. Go ahead. I might be. Didn't Cam Newton go number one overall? Cam Newton did. Didn't he have... Character issues coming out of college? In terms of talent, that it would have been a crime to take him anything other than first in, in that draft. It's subjective. I, you know? I'm just saying. But, but he went number one. He did go number one. Black in, in quarterback that. with character issues. And I'm trying to think of another one that went before or since. And I, I think it was an anomaly is what it was. But I'm saying is that if he had all that stuff that Baker Mayfield had, and I don't think Cam quite okay, let's, let's do it. Let's do it this way. Okay. If Baker Mayfield was black, mm-hmm. are you saying Cleveland would not have taken him number one? I don't think with that, with all that he did, the arrest, the way he acted, I don't think he's a first round pick. I think he was. He, what was he arrested for? Like drinking? Yeah, it was. But but, come on. but okay. But if he's black, it somehow becomes different. I'm just saying, I, and and I'd love to be proved wrong, proven wrong. You might be right. I don't know. I don't know what would have happened, but I, I'm just not willing to uh, convict all these guys of being racist you're, without, you're, without knowing. Your whiteness won't let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> play, play your clip. Okay, anyway, Dan Patrick, who is actually, he eloquently described this. He said something about this before the draft on his show. Let's take a listen. But Josh Allen looks like the NFL quarterback. Mitchell Trubisky looks like the NFL quarterback. Deshaun Watson didn't look like the NFL quarterback. Lamar Jackson doesn't look like the NFL quarterback. Now, playing style, that has to be factored in here. More for Lamar Jackson than Deshaun Watson. But Mitchell Trubisky, he's got a big arm. You know, he's tall, pure drop-back passer, better-than-average athlete, Josh Allen. Looks like Paul Bunyan out there. He could throw it through a snowstorm. Look at that arm. It's the strongest arm we've ever seen. And he's tall. He fits. He, you know, you check all the boxes here. You know, I like the fact that we're not asking Josh Allen to change positions because of his completion percentage, which was lower than Lamar Jackson's. But we want to know if Lamar Jackson wants to play wide receiver. Thank you, Dan Patrick. I think Dan Patrick should get the first ever My Big Black Fantasy podcast abraham lincoln award okay, what he sure. just said because that's that's what i'm talking about there's just different language when you're dealing with a black quarterback he may run he may not but 
The is fact, there, is please, there, or the is this fact, just a media creation? The fact that they're asking this man to play receiver when he's never played receiver sure. before. Who's asking him this? Um, apparently, teams. Uh, what it, teams? It, it, he said it in the draft. He said the people had asked him to play receiver, and he had never played receiver Lamar before. Jackson said that. That's what he said. Because I just Googled this right now. Okay, go ahead. Lamar Jackson says, no teams have asked me to play wide receiver, he said, okay. Jackson told reporters. We have to fact check. That I, I could swear he said that in, in that's on NFL.com and, quote from Jackson and well Dan Patrick said the same thing so Dan Patrick's getting his information from you one know, guy one guy yeah Bill Polian suggested he would benefit there you go. from a change okay but no he's not he's, one guy he, but that's one guy the thing is one guy but it's it's a shared thought by other people who've not commented I'm sure he's not the only guy that thinks he okay. should move to receiver. But he got drafted to play quarterback. And, He's going to play quarterback. This and, seems to me to be a, a media creation. And and the stupid question, why is nobody asking Josh Allen to play wide receiver? I mean, really? Or Baker Mayfield. He's a little bit more athletic. What about Baker? Look, I mean, these guys are obviously not going to play wide receiver. Jackson's obviously not going to play wide receiver. He was drafted as a quarterback. We're talking about what one guy said. It's been talked about in... In um, you know, on radio and the media and whatnot, because that's what the radio and media does. They create controversy where it doesn't exist. All right. And there have been two two cases of quarterback, three cases. Okay, we got we got Terrell Pryor, we got Cordell Stewart, we got Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman That's that's his correct. He's a white guy. He's that a white correct. guy. Pretty good wide receiver. That is so correct. it has happened. If they're if they're talking about it with Lamar Jackson, it's only because he's lightning fast and could possibly translate to that position if he had to. None of those other guys have those skill sets. So they want him to play receiver. No, they don't want okay. him to. Are they there it's a thought that he should play, he should after not playing for his entire career play wide receiver at the highest level. And that seems yeah. to work as you're making your 100 million dollar decision mm -hmm. that you would draft someone to go and play a position they've never yeah. played before. Yeah, but it didn't happen. My big black Fantasy Podcast puts the race in your face. So, B. What's up? Sticking with the, the concept of race and everything. Sure. I love Watching it. the Super Bowl, I came up with a theory. Okay. This and is scary. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. This this might be racist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, might be it's, racist. Really, it's really scary now. <laughs> when you so, said that, it's really scary. So, okay. I'm going to lay out my theory. All right. You're you're the black man. You're the expert. I, I've, in been told. I've been told. Resident racism expert. That okay. So in you're my gonna house. be you're gonna be judge and jury <laughs> executioner. Sure. Okay, let's go. All right. So watching the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. I couldn't help but notice positions that are usually dominated by black men. Yes. Wide receiver, running back, sure. tight end. The Patriots have been doing it for years with white guys. That's also true. We got Danny Amendola, mm -hmm. Chris Hogan, sure, Julian Edelman. Rex Burkhead, Gronk, sure. Danny Woodhead in the past. Mm -hmm. List goes on. Yeah. Right? Why? They probably have more white guys at these positions than the rest of the league added up together multiplied by two. Interesting thought. And probably true. Um, could I maybe flash back to the 80s and say that maybe they're marketing to their audience, much like the 1980 Celtics of Bird maybe. and Kale? It just happens to always happen in Boston. It does happen a, in Boston. A lot of things happen in Maybe. Boston. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. That might be it. Yeah. So that's not that's not my theory. That's another theory. Okay. I Maybe, want to hear your, your theory. theory is right. Please. All right. So I got to thinking about this. Like, okay. why is this? Mm -hmm. Number one, why is this happening? And number two, why are they kicking so much ass? Sure. Okay. So so let me let me do this by way of analogy. Okay. okay. 
I'm going to take you back to junior high. All Remember right. junior high? Let's do it. All right. So there's this girl in our school. Her okay. name's Claudia. Yeah. Claudia is a goddamn smoke show. You know, okay. Claudia is a Wait, I need you to, I need you to go white to black translation. Shaniqua. She's Shaniqua. <laughs> she's banging. Wait, right? what'd you call her? What's the word for it? A smoke show. Smoke show. Oh, you're, you're asking for a black translation. Yeah, I need that. Show? I need a, a smoke show. What's the smoke show? Smoke show is just hot as balls. How does, okay, so, I got that. All right. I don't just, know. What, what's that in black language? What, what you... uh, she's a dime. Dime she's, piece. She's a dime piece. Ooh. Claudia is a dime piece. Okay, okay. go with it. So, you know, she's the kind of girl who's dating a senior quarterback in the eighth grade. Right? Oh, wow. Okay. Now, now I'm not going to say that Claudia was, was dumb. Okay. I don't know if she was dumb or not. Mm-hmm. All I know is Claudia did not need to be smart to be successful in life. Okay. Okay. Claudia was going to be successful in life no matter what. Claudia married a millionaire. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Claudia went to college. doesn't matter. Okay. Claudia was a dime piece. Okay. <laughs> Claudia was going to be successful. Mm-hmm. She was working with a greater skill set from Go. Okay. Okay. Now, junior high, you have Shannon. All right. Shannon was as ugly as my balls. Right? <laughs> okay. Shannon was just dirt ugly. Okay. All right. She, she looked like she caught a shoe in the face every day. <laughs> All right. Now, Shannon got straight A's. Okay. Straight A's. Sure. She was the best runner on the track team. Mm-hmm. Shannon was the kind of kind of girl, you know, crack jokes in class, make make all the dudes laugh, kind of girl would hang out with the dudes on the weekends. Yeah. You know. All right. Shannon, I'm not saying Shannon was smarter than Claudia. What I'm saying is that Shannon had to work a lot harder yes. to get to the same place as Claudia in life. She had to be funny. She had to be smart. She had to be one of the guys. Yeah. She was going nowhere based on her looks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about these wide receivers. Okay. These wide receivers in college, these super gifted athletic guys who are running four three forties, you know, six foot three can jump out of the building, can dunk backwards. These guys are Claudia. Yes. Your your other guys, your your Chris Hogan's, your Rex Burkheads, your your Danny Amendola, mm-hmm. they're Shannon. For them to get to the NFL at their position, now I'm not saying I'm not saying those other guys are dummies. Yeah. I'm saying they're just gifted athletes. Yes. Right. These other dudes, Danny Amendola and whatnot, to get to the next level, they had they had to they had to make up for their lack of natural, God-given talents yeah. by studying the books, learning the routes, becoming excellent route runners, uh, learning the intricacies of the offense, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think it's possible that's the kind of player Bill Belichick is drawn to. I think I think he's a heady coach and he wants heady players. And these guys have skilled, or they've, they've, they've fine-tuned that part of their game mm-hmm. because they didn't have the other part. I'm not saying all these athletic, you know, Calvin Johnsons and Des Bryants aren't smart. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying they didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Actually, you're saying that because Is that they, racist? Yeah. No, no, no. You're saying that because they probably had to work harder, Belichick is attracted more to the trait than the actual athleticism. And yes. it would explain because... When he sees, and he has like a crystal ball, when he sees that a player is getting close to the end, not at the end, but close to the end, he gets rid of him. So he he seems to me like he deals a lot on traits and tendencies rather than pure athleticism. I don't think that's racist because there are some black players that he's had that have been, I, I think, just as heady, and he would probably say just as heady as well, but he does tend to, t- tend to go after 
a certain trait, and it's the same trait that has them not saying anything in news conferences, not saying anything to the press, for the most part, not getting into trouble. Sorry, Aaron Hernandez. But, but the, so yeah, I get that. He is attracted to traits rather than athleticism. And I think that could go with each race. The problem is, is that whenever it tends to be a black person, I don't think it's amplified as much as the heady white receiver. The, the, you know, uh, someone made a comment. Well, I mean, guys like Jerry Rice, you know, they were regarded as being very heady guys. You I know, don't remember hearing that. And maybe sure. I just, yeah, I don't, I remember hearing Jerry was very determined and he practiced his ass off. I remember that, but I don't remember hearing necessarily he was one of the smarter players. Uh, one of the things happened when Lovey Smith and Tony Junji met in the Super Bowl years ago. Uh, one of the commentators, I think it was Tom Jackson, who said, you know, it would, re- would be really great at the end of the Super Bowl if the reporters referred to one of these coaches or both of them as geniuses. So, you know, you hear this word thrown out all the time with coaches, offensive genius, so on and so forth. Again, you never hear that really with black coaches. And and I'm just saying, and if and if we could find it I'm on trying, Google. I'm trying to think. Yeah, please, uh, prove I'm, me wrong. I want to be proven wrong. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to look into that. Yes. Yeah, you, you get more with the, the black coach like the Mike Tomlin and the Doc Rivers as they are a, a player's coach. Yeah, that's, so that's what I'm talking about. Okay. It's just, just well, because their players are black and they're black, so they're buddies. Well, <laughs> yeah, because I'm friends with every black person I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. right? No, I'm not. Did you just ask me if I was really friends with you? Okay, enough. No, but, 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 but you see what I'm saying? Like, the, the white guy... To get to that position in the NFL, sure. no, he's usually probably, not going to be based on his pure athleticism. Yeah, he probably had to go through his share of ribbing, his share of everything, and actually on the reverse of that, the same. It's the same way. It's the same exactly. reason why Eminem had to do a little bit different style oh, rapping so did, to get there. I I can I can believe that without it dipping into the racism pool, if you will. So, so I'm not racist. I'm not, off the hook on that Not one. at this time. <laughs> but you're always... That's what I'm here for. I'm here okay. to save you okay, okay, from okay. yourself. Speaking speaking on on this topic, white wide receivers and whatnot, and thinking sure. about how few of them there are. Yeah. Um, because other than the Patriots, all I can really come up with is Jordy Nelson. And, and now I'm, <laughs> it's starting to get thin. Yeah. I got an idea. Okay. Being that we're a fantasy show. Okay. Let's throw a new twist on fantasy football. Much like Eminem? Yes. Okay. We're going to throw a new Let's go. I'm going to draft the team of all white players. <laughs> okay. And you're going to draft the team of all black players. <laughs> all right. And we're going to see who wins who the Who wins? Yeah. Now, now, it's got to be weighted because obviously if that's just a, a weekly thing, you're going you're to kick my ass. So I think I draft a team on season one or okay. day one yeah. for the whole season. Sure. And I get to make, I don't know, we're, we'll come up with an arbitrary number of substitutions I can make during the year to my team for got injuries yeah. or bye weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. You got to draft a new team every week and you can only use a player twice for the whole season. That makes sense because, okay, you know what, I'm into You're going to be thin on quarterback and kicker, but I can't, yeah, I can't I field a kicker. I wouldn't be able to field a kicker. Um, no okay, black, wait. No black kickers? Veggie Roby? Can't bring him back, man. That's the 80s, baby. <laughs> you can't bring him back. And he's a punter on top of it. <laughs> but, yeah. So, oh, and I have one amendment. Make the flex player. He has to be a mulatto. He has to be half black and half white. Russell Wilson, Jimmy Graham. He, he can be, okay, deal. That's the deal. So, we will put this together. All right. We're, we're coming up with the details. We're talking oh, about Jesus. it. Oh, Jesus. I can't believe it. We got we to bet something. We're, gotta, yeah, we'll, be we'll, there's always money involved. I think, but... 
This is money. Something, something, something a little more fun for the Yeah, listeners. maybe something humiliating. Yeah, humiliation. That'd be good. Yeah, if I, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, if I lose. Yeah, I think we're getting, Team really, white. We're getting really close to being the first podcast ever canceled. But <laughs> anyway, we need to move on. Uh, coming up, we have our draft analysis. We got a draft analyst, everybody. His name is Dog. 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 He's coming with his hot takes for who to pick. Who is fantasy relevant coming out of this draft? We'll be back. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody, this is B from My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Warmer months are here. Hooray! And the temperature's hopefully rising in the bedroom as well. That's why it's important to call our friends at A Touch of Romance. A Touch of Romance is a one-stop shop for all your adult needs. From lube to penis pumps to dildos, A Touch of Romance has been giving their customers what they want for years. You simply can't beat their butt plugs. From as little as $29, A Touch of Romance will fill whatever hole you need filled. They offer a wide variety, including the Power Banger, which is a fuck machine that delivers superior power and endless deep pleasure, and the Face Fuck 2 Dildo Face Harness. <laughs> That's a mouthful in many ways. I can't describe it to you, but it's worth a look. So please visit atouchofromance.com or call 1-800-447-2993 for all of your adult pleasure needs. And welcome back to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. We're now joined by our draft expert, Dog, who's here with the latest and the greatest from this, ra- this, this draft. Excuse me. And he's going to tell us, Dog, who do you think is most fantasy relevant coming out of this draft? Um, fantasy relevant. What's up, B? What's up, Jay Maddie? First of all, what's up, y'all? What's happening? Okay, uh, fantasy relevant. Saquon Barkley, of course. You know, uh, New York's running game. He's he's going to be the lead back out the gate. And um, other than that, um, I'll go down to Nick Chubb in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, other than that, Saquon Barkley, man, he'll have to come out the fantasy. Uh, fantasy first round. He'll come first or second round, I think, because he's going to be a hog definitely. I agree with you on Saquon. Do you think that Carlos Hyde is going to have an impact on Chubb and Cleveland? That, that would be my concern. And plus, you also have Duke Johnson as that other back who gets a lot of catches out of the backfield. Yeah, they got a lot of backs. Yeah, Yellow they backs. got a lot of backs, but I do like Nick Chubb. Um, I don't, you know, Rashad Penny, that was kind of interesting to me. He went second, mm-hmm. you know, for running backs. Yeah. And um, San Diego State in uh, Seattle, they have a lot of backs too, but you know, uh, I think Nick Chubb's going to win that job. He's a hard runner, he's a strong runner, and he can catch the ball. That's what you want in fantasy. What do you think about a guy like uh, Darius Geis, who gets to go to the Redskins and probably gets a shot at that job? Darius Geis probably going to be the number one back there. I'm surprised his stock dropped, but he has off-the-field issues. But uh, What are those off-the-field issues? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's like I they, don't know. I just kept hearing off-the-field issues, off-the-field issues. But, yeah, they got specific, know. and they were like, it's something embarrassing in his past. It's got to be someone with his penis. Oh, well, okay, <laughs> listen. Yeah, we, should, <laughs> we should do, like, rock, paper, scissors, like, drug, sex, or, or something else. It's either drug, yeah. sex, or something, well, generally. Drugs is not embarrassing. <laughs> well, you never know. Darius is a hard runner, though. No, despite the drugs and the women. He is a hard runner. <laughs> and you know, another guy I'm looking at is Ronald Jones from USC. I like him. You know, yeah. Doug Martin is out of there. That's true. You know, uh, Ronald Jones, he can easily get that job. Yeah, he's, he's a day one star. Yeah, and Jameis Winston's some shit, though, so they're going to have to run the ball. No, they do. I mean, it was a big year for Jameis Winston uh, in terms of being a quarterback. Last year, a lot of people had hoped he would make that jump. Who are the quarterbacks you think? really jump in there at you that, that will be fantasy relevant. Who 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 would you draft? Baker Mayfield. 
You you would give him a draft spot if you if we're holding. Like, I, I grab Baker Baker Lake. <laughs> Man, I, I grab I grab fucking Baker Lake. Right, that's funny. But uh, that's about it. You know, like you know, coming out as a rookie, you know, mm-hmm. it's like really hard to. You have to probably during the year, you know, go on the supplemental draft and you know pick up people by waivers like you did with Deshaun Watson. Yes. last year. Say that name like that. That again. You know Deshaun Watson. Deshaun like Watson. Yeah. Now, and despite the fact that all they had said, you know, maybe he wasn't a great fit, I still had confidence in Deshaun, and he gave me that fantasy championship, right? Man, come on, man. <laughs> but, you know, it's a new year, you know, so we're going to move on past that. But, you know, it's I don't see too many quarterbacks out there, like, fantasy relevant besides, like, you know, Baker. You know, I, I see Baker really taking Tyrod's job yeah. probably the fifth or sixth week of the season. Jeez. You know, you don't think those other quarterbacks are going to be starting? I don't know about Sam Darnold yet. You know, um, but no, I don't think Sam Darnold's going to start. McCown's still there. Sam Sam is pro ready, but at USC, man, I saw a lot of mistakes. A lot man. of picks. It's like a lot of picks. You also saw you know, some clutch performances, though. Yeah, but you know, he's in a big market, man. They don't just want to throw him in the fire like that, like a Mark That's Sanchez. True. It's true. You know, throw him in that fire out there and that big market in New York and he gets yeah. swallowed up, loses confidence. Exactly. And there's a big difference between starting and fantasy relevant because I expect to see Darnold. I, I mean, they, they spent a, a number with number three pick on him. You're going to see Sam Darnold. Now, whether or not I trust him on my fantasy roster is something completely different. Right. So what you got for wide receivers, dog? Well, let me talk about one more quarterback. One more quarterback. Who I'm happy for. Lay, lay it on one me. One more quarterback. I think I, I, think I know it. Josh Rosen, right? Oh! Yeah. oh I'm, he, I'm, he threw the curveball on I'm, I'm happy for Josh, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because he gets to come to warm weather. Okay. And, um, you know, he's going to throw on Carson's old jersey, number three. And I really think he's going to uh, turn it up out there in a in uh, fucking Arizona. I think he'll do a good job. You know, and he's really cocky and confident. And you're just going to get what you, you know, see with Josh. You know what I'm saying? I just want him to win over that locker room and do a great job. You know, I'm rooting for him. You know, because, I mean, he really doesn't have any fucking competition. No, he doesn't. He might might be a day one starter. He might. I I, I left him out. I forgot about him. Well, no, the thing is, Bradford, you might as well say. Like I said, he doesn't have any competition. He has no competition. Bradford will last a couple weeks or he might, you know, get hurt in the preseason. You never know. He may be hurt right now. Yeah, he might be hurt right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, that's an interesting pick. I still wouldn't draft Rosen necessarily, but you got to love his weapons. He's got Larry Fitzgerald, and he's got David Johnson. Yeah. And that's a nice... David you know, Johnson's chronically hurt. Larry Fitzgerald's 92 years old. It was one injury. That's not, he, that's he, not he, a lot no, of weapons. Listen, listen. He's got a geriatric and a crypto. I would draft Larry Fitzgerald again. He was on my team last year. He helped me win. I would draft him. I would draft David Johnson because that's only one injury to a, to a wrist. And that... And that you know, that may happen, may happen not. But when he – he was the number one pick last year for a lot of people. Yeah. I probably would have picked him too. Yeah, but injured injured runners don't typically bounce back that great. They got small you. career it, windows to begin with. It didn't affect his legs. It's a wrist injury. He comes back and he's 100%. And whoever's the quarterback Bigger. gets a benefit. And if it's Rosen, I'm still not drafting him, but I'm definitely going to be watching. And, Doug, who do you have for us for fantasy-relevant wide receivers? Well, it has to be DJ Moore, you know, going to Carolina. Yeah. And uh, Calvin Ridley going 
you know, to like Atlanta. That. You know, really going to be on the side of Julio. All he has to do is soak up game. It, you know, when Julio right there. learn from a, a professional, and then he'll be all right, you know? Do you think drafting somebody like Ridley when you know Julio is going to get a ton of targets, how safe is that? Well, it's not too safe, you know, but if he's there late, I would draft him because he's probably going to take some balls away from Sanu. Yeah, that, I can see that happen. He's, you know, I liked him to go a lot earlier, and um, Moore definitely helps out Cam with his offense, and you know, I think he helps out McCaffrey too. Yeah, but what type of Matt Ryan will we be seeing this year? That's the thing. I, you know what? I'm gonna make a bold statement. I can't draft Matt Ryan this year. I, I can't draft him. Maddie, what do you think? Matt Ryan? Yeah. Why, why can't you draft him? He ha- he's coming off a bad year last year. Where he's been, he's been one of the most consistent system. guys in the last five six years. Yeah. He's been really solid. I, I think great, this this is the beginning solid. of it's the, the end. system, man. It's the drunk the drunks running the team. <laughs> with Sarkeesian, you know, so it's a fucking system. You know? Yeah, Matty Ice was good with Shanahan. Yeah. You know, he was off the chain. You know, putting up record numbers. But look look okay. now, I can't draft. It's the system. The I, system's fucked up. I can't. I draft mean, you them. got you got ten quarterbacks going before him, so. Probably not a factor. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. He's he's going to be one of the last guys off the board. I like that receiver. This the Steelers drafted. Who's that? James Washington, Oklahoma State. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and they got down to the second or third round. And wait, they got they traded Bryant. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that opens up the spot, and they have a great history of drafting wide receivers in the last five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't missed. Yeah. And and speaking of wide receivers, where's the best spot for Dez? Fantasy wise. Fantasy wise. To me, yes. Dez needs to be talking to fucking Tom Brady right now. Ooh. I mean, Dez needs to, if he wants Ooh. to really be a number, one, bad. number right. one receiver, Dez Ooh. needs to be going to New England. could see that. I yeah. like it. You know, because I don't like Dez. Like, I mean, they got, rid of, they got rid of Cooks. They got to avoid there. He, yeah. he could fit there. It could work. He'll help Edelman out. But, you know, Edelman could be the, you know, possession receiver. Mm-hmm. Dez could be the big time receiver. And that's you know? the thing. If you count on Edelman to score, you're going to be disappointed in fantasy. Somebody like Dez could definitely help him out. I like Dez as a 49er with Garoppolo. He comes in. He's the number one. He's getting a ton of targets from a quarterback that showed a lot last year. Still not drafting Garoppolo yeah. for, for my team, but I got to see more. But he comes into a situation where he's probably a number one. Where where do you see him, Maddie? I, I like what he's saying with the Patriots. Yeah. I, they, they need a guy. We don't know what's going on with Gronk right now. The Patriots might be on their way down. That that could be the spark they need. And Dez has not been looking so great the last couple no, of years. So, I mean, they need each other, it looks like. There's about, I'd say, seven teams that he could go to where he's relevant. If he doesn't go to the San Francisco's, um, the uh, Tennessee's, where he could, somewhere where he could be a number one, he's not, I would say he's not, a, he's not a draftable player in fantasy. I would take him no earlier than seventh. If he goes to one of these teams, well, you know what, he might be able to help out Arizona if Rosen is playing pretty well, you know. Yeah, and because uh, you got Fitzgerald yeah, over there, got he lost his step, you know. Yeah, so. but he, I mean, coming he in as a, Arizona also. Yeah, coming in as a number two, can he? Can Dez be a number two somewhere? No, no, mm, that's what I'm saying. You know, too much of a diva. Too much of a diva. Somewhere like a San Francisco, I'm telling you, that's where I think he 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 shines. I think both professionally, and I think he shines in fantasy if he goes to the Bay. Yeah, but Dez is kind of killing himself, man, when he's making statements like he wants yeah. to play NFC East and stuff like that. I don't, you just want to get a job. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, you need to get a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you just need to get out there and perform 
and be Dez Bryant. Mm-hmm. You know, it just wasn't fitting well with Dak Prescott. That's yeah. the thing. See, with Romo, if Romo was still there, Dez Bryant wouldn't have got traded or cut or whatever. But, yeah. Right? He'll still be a cowboy if Romo was still there. Yeah. But, I, you know, that it's a whole it, – the system now is really around Elliot, Zeke. Zeke, you know, and it that's, goes, that's Dallas goes with Zeke. Now, yeah. You yeah. know, so Dak just has to control the game. You mm-hmm. know? Now, I don't think there's a good home for Dez in the NFC East. I think he has to look elsewhere. But, you know, we'll see what happens. So, next, we have What's Trending? What's Trending? Wait, really, what does trending mean? We're now going to go into What's Trending. And this is what when we will examine what's going on via Twitter, via Facebook, what's going on in our world that we need to talk about, not necessarily fantasy football related. One of the topics involves a young lady by the name of Halsey, who's apparently a singer who had a shampoo issue. Maddie, you want to take us there and tell her what her issue is? Yeah, I mean, this kind of goes along with what we were talking about earlier. This is this is the kind of thing that passes for racism nowadays. It, it gives a bad name to racism. Okay, it's like it's like the boy who cried wolf. This is a singer making millions of dollars a year, and she's upset because she goes to hotels where she's traveling to make a million dollars for a show with her entourage because the shampoo in the hotels is racist. <laughs> now, first of all, you know I'm a white guy. I don't know. Is there different shampoo for black people? Sure, there is. Don't ever make that mistake again, Matt. <laughs> all right, all right. The juices are very. Let's get but, that clear. But is this the biggest pressing issue in America today? Hotel <laughs> bathroom shampoo? No. I mean, come it's on. Not. And then I, I had to look uh, this chick up, and what I found is she's a white girl. She's not even black. Well, wait. And someone called her out on that, and she she challenged it, and she claims she is black. So I mean, I can claim I'm black too. Yeah. What's As your, we discussed before, I'm like thirty five percent. What's your? She's fifteen at most. What's your credit rating? I can tell you. My credit rating, it's, it's under 700. Okay, you may be black. Yeah, you might be black. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I don't think this is the biggest issue in the world. It comes it's from... It's a non-issue. It's a non-issue. It comes from a person with a lot of time on their hands who is probably in between rehearsals and, you know, doing whatever it is you do on the road. But Halsey maybe should take a break on that. Jumping back to Lamar Jackson, right? Some people okay. want to make a, a deal about how he's only making $9 million, <laughs> right? Give me that goddamn $9 million, okay? If this is if this is what racism in America is today, is he's only getting $9 million, sign me up for some of that racism. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. The difference Hotel is... Hotel shampoo yeah. and $9 million. The difference on Lamar is not the $9 million, but the opportunity to get that guaranteed money of a first round, a first, sorry, first pick in the draft and to actually be judged. Like Cam Newton did. Yeah, like yeah. Cam Newton right. did. Okay, like right. Cam Newton did. What else is trending? Okay. <laughs> you don't want to talk okay. anymore. Okay, we're going to talk about Bill Cosby. Bill Bill, Cosby. Bill, Cosby. Bill, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby. That's cold. We're going to talk about Bill Cosby and his trials and tribulations. Speaking of trials, he was found guilty of any number of things. It was three different counts of molestation and was it forcible? I don't even know. But basically drugging and forcing himself onto a female. Where it is is this has happened, uh, you know, several times during his uh, his his career. It's something he would do as a habit. He's convicted, now awaiting sentencing. They said that uh, I think they will allow him to be on house arrest on a million dollars bail. What's your take on that, Maddie? 
Here, here's what I love about Bill Cosby. <laughs> Wait, he was out in the '90s sure. lecturing Eddie Murphy yes. about language and lecturing black people about pulling up their pants while he's slipping pills to chicks and raping them. But he's he's gonna call out the all of America about pull your pants up. Yeah, it's pull your pants up. Yeah, that's that's what we're concerned about. No, it, they they said that he could leave his what is it his house arrest for two different reasons or whatever and some one of them raping well well <laughs> that was on twitter i was just about to say that somebody said is he gonna rape somebody but that's terrible no it's a terrible thing to see you know since he's convicted you could you know legally say that he did this and the whole thing stunk from the beginning as someone who admired bill cosby i was trying to give him benefit of the doubt as much as i could but it, it, it's just like when you saw like mike tyson lose or something you just feel bad that you know your whole 80s generation is like you lost michael jackson you lost prince bill cosby is now a rapist whitney houston was on crack and died i mean so it you know the 80s for black yeah we got it but it's just it's just coming <laughs> to be the 80s is coming to be a really bad decade to look back on for black folks and my, my heart hurt for bill but like i said it's a terrible thing and uh, those women, uh, you know, hats off to him for standing up and finally uh, coming forward and saying what I think what half happened. those women wanted. Uh oh, okay. You know, uh -oh. Half uh -oh. those women uh -oh. wanted uh -oh. it, and they knew what they were getting in themselves into. There's an element of you know, I'm going to let that one alone. <laughs> half those women wanted, first show. wanted the happy pill. We're trying yeah. to get the syndication. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, but... <laughs> pill Cosby. But, but uh, all fantasy show. Yeah. All fantasy rape team. First oh, round draft pick. Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby? Well, okay. And I'm just going to speak on Harvey Weinstein. Someone that will masturbate into a plant and then demand you to watch it. There's a certain element of gangster to that. And so, it, you know, it, it, there's a certain sort of care. Knocking somebody out, I wouldn't say that's a good thing. What Cosby did, if, if we got to rank him, yeah. I don't know that we have to, but I'm about to. Yeah. What Cosby did is worse. It is. Weinstein, yeah. at least these girls knew what they were doing. They, yeah. were, they were negotiating their career yeah. and using their sexuality sure. to do so. And Weinstein is a troll with money and power. It was an exchange. Mm -hmm. It's awful. He should go to jail. But Cosby was just knocking girls out. You know, he, there, was no, there was no consent there. Yeah, and the thing is, is that Weinstein, the thing with him is that it had to have worked before in order for him to keep doing it. So for everybody that it happened to and they had a problem with it, which they have every right to do, there were a group of females, even more sadly, that didn't have a problem with it. And so because he wouldn't or, keep doing it, you know what I mean? Not necessarily didn't have a problem with it. They were willing to they go were willing to do it. To exactly. But let's just put a disclaimer out there for all of our lovely lady listeners. Sure. Bad dudes, they should go to jail exactly. for a long time. Very much. Yeah, like Darren Sharper. Darren, oh, Darren Sharper. That was another one. But yeah, no, that any that's non-negotiable. Um, you know, we we're, joke and we kid, yeah. but yeah, a hundred percent wrong in all different ways, definitely. What else is trying to be? Uh, pansexual. I oh, had yeah. not heard this word until mm. this week. Did you like to fuck Peter Pan? No, I thought exclusively <laughs> Peter Pan. Right? Is that what it means? Well, it could be. And maybe your people are into Peter Pan. I've heard of words. I thought it meant it had something to do with pan pizza. And if it did, then you I like, love it. You like the Get a pan pizza and fuck Peter Pan. That's, I think that's, you know what, that might be a different sort of genre that we're looking for. But what, pansexual, from what I understand is, 
someone that essentially is down for sex with anybody. And yeah, I, like a bisexual. A bi- well, yeah, but I think with the definition, it says something like, like the biology, like, what is it? I, and, and bear with me, folks, while I try to find this here. But it says Bi- it's, it's bisexual it's, means go. bi means two. No, no, no. Sex I know means bisexual. Two sexes. Yeah. You have sex with two sexes. But no, with so pansexual, pan means many. Many. So and, you have sex with many sexes. But, so we're getting into are there two sexes or many sexes? That's all. It's just you know, liberal lingo. Well, what they're saying is, is this okay? Not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological sex, and I'm guessing that means now. This is where it gets into. Does that mean transsexual? Because you do you change Tran- your biology with trans? Transsexual is not a sexual uh, orientation. It's a gender. It's right? a, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have no idea. Transsexual means you're changing I, yeah. your gender. You're yeah. going from one to the other. You're transitioning. But does that, does that... You've got to break these words down. No, no, no. Mm. But... According to what pansexual is, does that mean that you are now have, you're now open to have sex with transsexuals? Because they're talking yeah, about probably you're you're open to many, many types of sex. Yeah, right? they're talking about biological sex, gender, or gender identity. Yeah. So I guess that falls. Yeah. Into so that. like Eddie Murphy, he would be pansexual. And I think this came out because yeah, uh, Hugh Grant, Janelle. No, not Hugh. He fucked with a real prostitute. A, a real she transsexual was, prostitute. I thought she was. A, I thought she was. No, a she woman. was a real, oh man, we would have. <laughs> I thought she was a real woman. He liked it. She was a trans. Oh, shit, I Are you saying trans? We would have been in women? trouble. You're gonna offend a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> did Bruce get his horn cut off? Who? Bruce. I think he did. Oh, okay. yeah. Bruce Jenner. I think is finally. Oh. I think he did. Did he? Maybe that's where that uh, first transplanted penis came from. That guy Didn't did that get, just come up. Yeah, the guy there. Okay, what you know also. First, first ever penis transplant just happened recently. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, maybe guy, it was the discarded genitalia of, of Bruce Jenner. Mm-hmm. Now Caitlyn Jenner. This guy has an Olympic penis. He could actually make it run races, probably. Yeah, but <laughs> but no, I think I'd swap out for Bruce Jenner's penis. You don't know what Bu- you don't know what Bruce Jenner's penis has seen. You don't want no part of that penis. There's a lot of stuff that I don't know. I think I might make that trade. Maybe the penis. I'm happy with what I got. But I'm, I might make that trade. <laughs> I'll I don't give, know. I'll you give you a first round pick and my penis for Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Jenner's penis. Bruce Jenner's junk. No, I don't think you want. There's a lot of stories in that penis, probably, that you don't want any part of. You're going to leave that penis alone. All right. But no, the pansexual thing, which we started talking about, came from the singer Janelle Monet, who I think is hot. And we found out that she, yeah, she is a, a, apparently just pansexual, which means she's down for whatever. And I guess you're that, using hot liberally. I'm looking at her. Yeah, no, look at her. All right, that red lipstick. Are you kidding me? You're into what? You're Singer, into talented, okay. actress. So she's anyway, down for she, whatever, she's whatever, whatever, whenever, with just whomever. whomever. And God bless you, Janelle Monae, for yeah. saying that and coming out and you know support to you. I'm hey, I'm just happy to be talking about it. Is that Carmelo Anthony's wife? No, you're, you're talking about Lala. I look up Janelle Monet. All black people do not look the same. A little bit. <laughs> All right. Anything else trending? Uh, I think that's it for the day. I think we've out outstretched our any, penis. Any, any plugs? Any oh plugs? yeah. Yes. Okay. So coming up on the next my big black fantasy podcast, we will have what you should do on mock drafts because pretty soon you know you're gonna start you're gonna start getting that fever. You're gonna start wanting to draft. And it's best, if you're going to be serious about fantasy, to get onto one of these mock drafts to figure out, you know, how your team's going to look. Get the strategy 
who to draft, when to draft them, that sort of thing. That's coming up next on our on our next My Big Black Fantasy podcast. Fun. Good job, guys. Peace, Peace out. out. We love it. Thank you guys for listening. Please listen next time. And before I forget, we have contact information for you. We are on Twitter. You can reach J Maddie at my big black FP. You can reach me at B underscore MBBFP, like my big black fantasy podcast. And you can email us. The email address is email us at my big black fantasy podcast.com. Thanks again for listening. Hope to catch you soon. <laughs>